Hey guys, this is Layla Lopes, Mrs. Dad Tired. I just wanted to take a second to talk about Yumi, Y-U-M-I. It's a baby food company using superfoods, high quality organic. It's essentially meal planning the nutritional needs for your baby based on their developmental stage. Very cool. Our third one is due soon, and I've been really impressed with the quality and taste I've been sampling. So head over to helloyumi.com, enter the promo code DADTIRED, and get your first week for free. So good to be back with you guys. Um, for those of you guys that are just stumbling on to the Dad Tired podcast and ministry for the first time, uh, we do have a closed group on Facebook. There are thousands of guys. We've got about 7,000 guys from around the world at the time of this recording um, who are trying to fall in love with Jesus and help their family do the same. So if you're not part of that group, you should come hang out and be part of that group. It's pretty lively. <laughs> A lot of lively discussions. Um, what I have found is that there are two groups of guys in that group. Um, I don't know if I should be saying this, but whatever. Uh, the first group of guys is the guys that listen to this podcast. And I have found it's actually the community of men that listen to this podcast are actually pretty solid dudes. Uh, I do a lot of meetups, like I'll travel around and uh, around the country and meet up with guys, usually do like a dinner with listeners around the country. And those are all podcast listeners that come to those meetups. And it's a super solid, I'm always impressed. Like every time I interact with those guys, I'm like super impressed. For some reason, um, I kind of, this is this sounds terrible. I shouldn't be saying this, but um, I sometimes I can picture like, <laughs> Um, I, I don't know how to say this kindly, like just guys that like aren't normal. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it nicely. Like I, I just, sometimes I just feel like there's this, there's this group of guys. I don't know why I think this in my mind. It no, nothing gives me this impression. It's just totally made up in my mind, but there's, there's some like weird dude listening in like his basement of his grandma's house and he doesn't actually have kids or he's not married and he listens to the, I don't know that this is all made up. It's not true at all, but for some reason. And then I feel like when I do the, these meetups, like that dude is going to show up. <laughs> this sounds so weird. I've never actually articulated this. I've never even thought about it consciously. It's always been in my subconscious. And now that I say it out loud, it sounds really weird. Uh, and I'm making myself sound really weird. Anyway, all that to say, when we do the meetups, um, it's always super cool because the, the guys there, man, uh, that come to these meetups and the podcast listeners, it's a really solid group of guys. Like they're normal, cool. They're they're dudes that I would want to hang out with and actually be friends with if I lived in that city. Um, so that's uh, really that's you. Like if you're listening, uh, I feel like we could be friends. You know. Um, so I appreciate you listening. The reason I was saying all that is because I feel like there are two types of groups, two types of groups or guys within that Facebook community. The first are the podcast listeners who I feel like are a pretty cool group of dudes, like guys I'd be friends with. And then there's a second group of people who come into that Facebook group uh, because they are, uh, Facebook recommends it. Like you'll go on Facebook and and it will, if you're part of another group that could be similar, Facebook will say, hey, you're a dad or hey, you're part of this group. You should come be part of the dad tired group. And, um, And so they recommend them and then they join the dad tired group. 
and they actually have like no idea what we're all about. I feel like if you're a podcast listener, you know what we're all about. Like, you know that we're not trying to be overly um, self-righteous or like religious or take ourselves too seriously. Like we're just trying to hum- be humble dudes who like don't really know what we're doing, but we're serious about like um, following Jesus. I feel like there's t- there's like there's one set of guys who are just like they're so I don't know self righteous isn't the word, but they're just so caught up in like theology. Not that I mean I just I love theology. I love good theology. I've said it a million times on the podcast, but they're just like they're so religious that they're not relatable. Maybe that's the way of saying it. Um, you're just you're, they're like so caught up in like religion that they're just, they're not relatable. Like you you can't even have a normal conversation with like your neighbors or your friends or whatever. Um, and we're not trying to be those dudes. We're trying to have good theology and really love the Lord and figure out who Jesus is and, and what, who the God of the world is and the Bible and like how we submit our lives to him. We're not taking that lightly at all, but we're also not trying to be weird, you know? <laughs> uh, so there's that group. And then there's the other group who just like, I, I feel like there's a lot of Christians who grew up in church and there's trying to be cool. Um, and so they're like really flirting with the line of like, you know, I love God, but uh, I don't mind. Let's talk about beer all the time and let's get drunk and we can use cuss words and like, it'll be funny. Um, and it's just kind of, to be, to be honest, it's like awkward for everyone. It's like awkward for the Christian who's like seriously trying to follow Jesus. And we're not like, like, dude, it just sounds kind of like weird when you're like cussing all the time. and when you're like, I don't know, it's just feels like you're trying to be cool and it, and it's not that cool. <laughs> um, and then it's kind of weird to like the non-Christians cause it's like, yeah, I, I see you like trying to be relevant to us, but, uh, you're still not, I don't know, man, it just feels kind of weird. So I feel like there are two groups that I keep categorizing everyone. This is a weird podcast. I don't even know where I'm going with all this. Hopefully you're keeping up with this rambling. I apologize, guys. I'm home alone right now. My my wife and kids. We do homeschool there in a co-op there at their weekly co-op. So I'm just like rambling here. Anyway, all that rambling to say, we're somewhere in the middle there. We are not going to take lightly what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, to follow after his ways, to be people who follow after the way of Jesus. Uh, I want to be like really, really serious about that. Um but I just don't want to be weird. I feel like Jesus did that really, really well. You know, friends with sinners, like genuine friends, not like, not like went around sinners and passed out tracks. Like he was actual friends of sinners. You know what I mean? Like cool that not, not cool for the sake of cool, but like relatable, uh, which is crazy. Cause he had no sin, which is like totally unrelatable, but he just had a way of being with people and making them feel loved and uh, comfortable in his presence. And at the same time, never wavered on what it means to like be righteous and to follow after the things of God. And man, I want to just like get closer and closer to that. You know what I mean? Like to be around anybody, Christian, non-Christian, and still be like, I want people to feel comfortable when they're around me. I want people to feel like, man, I want to hang out with this guy. That's kind of like being salt and light. Like you add flavor and goodness to people's life. And at the same time, not compromising on trying to live righteously and trying to have the Holy Spirit change the broken parts of us and make us new um, so that we can continue to fall more in love with him, that our lives would be shaped like him, that we give ourselves, our family, and the, the world around us, the community around us, our coworkers, our community, our neighbors, a glimpse of the kingdom. 
Um, I don't want to give them a glimpse of like a Christian that's just trying to look like everything else in the world. Nothing else is appealing to people. Like they're living those lives. Non-Christians are living those lives. They're living for the weekend and getting drunk and trying to find satisfaction and money and sex and pleasure and all that stuff. And and so then when you're like claiming Christ and still chasing after those things, then it's just like weird. Like, well, why, why? that doesn't look different at all. But for somebody who's comfortable and at peace and not like weird and can still be part of culture and yet not compromising on these things and finding joy in something much deeper and finding satisfaction and identity and these much deeper things like that's appealing. That's like that that catches people's attention, you know, man, that turned into a really weird tangent. We're eight minutes and 26 seconds in uh, and I had no idea that I'd be talking about that. So anyway. There's that. Uh, Yeah. Come join the Facebook group. (laughs) I think that's what I was trying to get at. Come join the Facebook group. Uh, I do want to say kind of crazy huge news here. I uh, finished the Dad Tired book today. Um, Two years ago, I had a publisher reach out and say, we've been watching Dad Tired and we're curious to know if you would want to write a real book. I had just written a, the devotional and they said, do you want to write a real book? Um, which was funny. It wasn't offensive, but it could have been if I was sensitive. I'm not sensitive in that way. Anyway, uh, so I I agreed to um, write a book for them and I spent the last year writing this book. I will say this, you guys. Um, I I worked really, really, really hard on not like just duplicating stuff that I've already said in the podcast and telling you guys like same stories and points that I've said in this podcast. I really try to like, um, seek the Lord and figure out, all right, what is, what would God want to say to me and to other dads who are trying to lead their family well? And so it's full of like new stuff. Um, and I can honestly say it's the hardest I've ever worked on any project excuse me. And there were also times in the, in, during the book, um, like I would be writing at home and it would be really quiet. My, my wife would come home and I would just tell her like, babe, like this is really good stuff. Uh, and again, that's not cause like I'm some, like I've got some sage wisdom or something, but it's good because it's just the gospel. Every time I write out or I articulate the gospel, I'm always just like, man, when I actually take the time to consciously think about this stuff and how it applies to us as young dads, it's just so good. Um, so anyway, I <clears throat> obviously I want the book to sell. That would be nice. You know, it's a lot of work to like put it out there and then nobody buys it. That's discouraging. <laughs> um, but even more than that, um, I just really feel like this will help us. There's there's not a lot of books out there, you know. Um, there's some good stuff out there. Like Paul Paul Tripp has a book called Parenting. Um, it's like a kind of a devotional book, really, really good. Um, super, super good stuff. Like one of the best parenting stuff one I've ever read. Paul was on the podcast not too long ago. If I could toot my own horn on that, it was cool to have him on there. Uh, and then there's another book called, uh, raising passionate Jesus followers by Diane and Phil Comer. That one was really good too. Um, Phil was on the podcast too. Um, I'm not just saying those books are good because they were on the podcast. I read the books. They were good. That's why I had them on the podcast. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so anyway, they, yeah, those, those would be two books if you're looking for good books. But I will say both of those guys like aren't millennial dudes. They're, um, they have kids who are millennials. And so 
it's different, man, when you're trying to raise kids in 2018 and just knowing the realities of like, um, it's just a different world, you know? And so I try to speak to that. Like I try to speak to what does it mean to be like a, a dad in his twenties and thirties who's trying to raise kids in 2018, 2019. So anyway, I hope that that is good. Buy the book, please. Um, I rarely ask you guys to do something, but uh, would you buy the book? Um, if not for you, give it to your friend. Uh, also, those two books I mentioned, you can get on podcasts. That helps us. These are easy ways. I'm looking for easy ways that you can like support the ministry without like having to ask you for money. Uh, one easy way is if you if you go to Audible and you get one of these books through the Dad Tired link, dadtired.com forward slash Audible. Audible pays us when you do that. It doesn't cost you more, but they pay us and it helps us. It helps keep me doing this thing. So. What I was going to talk about on this podcast was uh, the other night I was going to bed. I was having a hard time falling asleep. Um, side, I, I feel like I'm rambling today. If you're listening to this, uh, I feel like you and me are like hanging out and you've got a cup of coffee and we're just like chilling and being friends and my phone's on. Um, so I'm just going to talk to you like I'm talking to a friend today. That's what I feel like. That's the kind of mood I'm in. Um, the other night I was trying to go to sleep. If you have a hard time going to sleep, I discovered this thing called the spunk mat. Um, it's this mat. It's called. It's like acupressure. It, it's like the size of a towel, a small towel, and you lay it on your bed, um, or you could lay it on the ground. And it, the top of it has these things that are like little plastic spikes. It kind of looks like a cleat, like a football cleat or something. And you lay on it, and they're pretty sharp little things. They don't like pierce the skin. You know, they don't, it doesn't cause you to bleed, but it does. It's, it's not acupuncture. It's acupressure. And, uh, I got this like probably, I don't know, maybe five years ago now and you lay on it and it, it's with the first time you ever get it. I'll tell you that it's almost impossible to lay on there for more than like a minute. Um, I'm telling you this cause I know a lot of guys have like back issues cause we're getting old and we're dads. And we're like, sore all the time uh so if that's you if you have like sore back issues or i've got a lot of back issues from playing sports and stuff growing up i hurt my back when i was in my early 20s anyway so this thing called the spook mat it's got these spikes on it the very first time i laid on it like i i was i think i don't remember what it said originally like try to lay on it for 10 minutes or something i was counting down i was literally looking at the clock and just like counting down the seconds because it hurts so bad i'm like there's no way i could lay on this now and i kid you not i lay off i lay on this with no shirt on lay on the spook mat i can fall asleep on this thing within minutes like even if i'm not very tired i can lay on this thing and it will put me to sleep. It, it, it relaxes me so quick. So <clears throat> I'll try to remember to put a link in the show notes to this thing um, so that you can buy one. If you have some back problems or you have trouble sleeping, it's really, I guess it's kind of hippy dippy stuff because it's like natural and you don't have to take medicine. But it's, man, I'm telling you, if you've got back issues, it's pretty cool. So that's called the spook mat. I was laying on that the other day and it was one of the re- rare times that it actually wasn't putting me to sleep. So I knew my mind was like racing. And I had these two thoughts and probably the reason I was not falling asleep is because this thought was going through my head, probably the Holy Spirit speaking to me. I was praying uh, and there was two things that stuck out. I was saying, 
this next year, I want to grow in my knowledge of who God is and in my knowledge of who I am, who God's created me to be. And I I had this thought because if you listen to the podcast, Alfred Morris was on a couple weeks ago. He's the uh, running back for the 49ers. Super cool dude, really loves the Lord. He's just passionate about Christ. It was really cool to have him on. But one thing he said on that podcast that stuck out to me was he said, um, do you remember when he said, he felt like God was just telling him when he was like trying to be on mission in the locker room, tell other people about Jesus in the locker room. He was saying, you just be Alfred. I'll be God. Like he felt like God was reminding him of that. I'll be God. You be Alfred. I'll be God. You be Alfred. He kept saying that in the podcast. And for whatever reason, that phrase, like that probably was the thing that stuck out to me the most. Um, and it probably is because I feel like I have a really hard time. Well, I'll just be honest. So I was laying there in bed and I was like, what led to that thought was me thinking like, who am I? Like, (laughs) I feel like you guys only get a glimpse of who I am. Um, you get like one side of Jared. I come on here. I talk about Jesus, which there are very few things I'm passionate about. Um, I'm really not that opinionated about a lot of things. Like I, I, I don't have very strong opinions, um, which is probably why this podcast doesn't have like millions and millions of listens. Cause those are the ones that get the, the people have a ton, really strong opinions or I guess people who want to listen to it. That's who people want to listen to, but I, d- I don't have that strong opinions, but I, I am passionate about Jesus, but you guys get like that side of me, but you don't like, as much as it can feel like we're friends, like you don't really know me. You don't see me day to day as a dad. You don't see, like I joke all the time. That was one thing that stuck out to me in this book is like, I wrote a lot of funny stories in there. Cause I feel like humor is a huge um, part of like my life. I love to laugh. I love to like goof off and be su- super sarcastic. I get in trouble a lot because I'm sarcastic. Um, I'm often told, especially when I was a pastor in the church where like, Hey, you need to slow down on the sarcasm. Um, which I'm still trying to figure out how to do. Um, but I just feel like you got, you you guys get like one side of me and you know, I own a business that whatever, it's not that cool to be honest with you. I don't even really like it. Like if I could stop doing it, I would love to stop doing it. I just started doing it because I, I make videos for other companies. We have some, if you looked at like my Instagram page or my, my personal one in my normal life, you'd probably think like, Oh, Jared, such a cool thing. Like I got to go to Egypt and film this last summer, a couple weeks ago. And, uh, you know, we have company, big companies, like I'm probably not allowed to say, but like national brands that we film for. And it is cool. We travel for it, but honestly, it's not that cool. Like, I'm just going to be like real with you. It's not that cool. I tell Layla all the time. I would love to quit doing that. I would love to never have to do that again. Um, <clears throat> cause it's really stressful to be honest. And I don't really know what I'm doing. I hope no clients are listening to this. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm coughing so much. Uh, I don't, I hope no clients are listening. It's just not that fun. It's actually really stressful and uh doesn't pay that well. <laughs> uh like I said, I just feel like I'm talking to a friend today. So yeah, that's one part of what I do and uh anyway, I just kind of have an identity crisis. I've struggled with this like my whole life. Um and I was just laying there and I'm like, "Who am I? Like what am I trying to do? Am I a podcaster? Am I trying to get people in community? Like, am I a pastor? Should I be pastoring a local church? Um, am I business guy? Like, do I chase after business stuff? Which I really know, like, I'm not, I'm not really wired for that. I don't want to work 60, 70 hours a week trying to like make money. I don't care about that stuff. Um, and so I'm just trying to figure out like, who am I really? And that thought led to me 
thinking about Alfred when he said, you be Alfred, I'll be God. And I was just thinking, man, if I could really know who God is, and I could really know who I am, meaning how has God designed me uniquely, if I could like be confident in those two things, I feel like I would have so much more joy. And bro, I'm sorry that I spent like the last 19 minutes and 47 seconds talking about myself. Um, here's what I think would be applicable to you. Like if all of us as men could get to the point where we really knew who God actually was. Um, I'm about to finish reading the Bible. Layla and I have been reading through the Bible together all year. And just getting an overall, like from Genesis to Revelation view of who God is, his whole character. Uh, And I plan on doing this again next year because I just really want to know, like, who is God? It's crazy. Like he's actually, if there there either really is a God or there really isn't. And if there is, he has his own personality. It's crazy how much we make him up in our mind. Like when you think of Jesus, when I think of Jesus, when we think of God, uh, we all come up with this, our, this idea in our mind of who we think he is. But the truth is like, he is somebody, he has his own personality. He does things his own way. Um, and it doesn't matter how much we make him up in our mind. He is his own person. And I want to like get to know that God, who is he really? Um, and if I, I feel like if I could know that it would give me peace, but also if I could know who God has made me to be so that I'm not like constantly floundering or feeling like I need to be like somebody else or comparing myself to somebody else or trying to figure out what I should be doing with my life. Just like content. Like when Alfred said, I'll be God and you be Alfred. I wanted to know like, what's it like just to know God for who he really is, not who I've made him up to be. And what's it like to know yourself, to just have the confidence to say like, man, that, why am I comparing myself that I'll never be that guy? And that's okay. Like I, I did this the other day. I was comparing myself to another person. Uh, this sounds so millennial, but they're, they have Instagram. They're doing really cool things in a similar space as dad tired. And it was, I, I found myself just like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not that organized. I, I don't know. Like I, I won't go into details, but I just was like, I was contrasting myself to them and thinking like, I'm nowhere near as good as what they're doing. And, um, and then immediately I just thought like, who cares? Like I'm not them. Um, that's not how God has wired me to be. I'll never be like that. And uh, so I just want to feel more and more confident in who God has uniquely made me. And I want God, I want you to feel that way. Like, I feel like if we were men who really, really knew God and we didn't make him up in our head and we really knew who we were as men and we didn't compare ourselves to other dudes or other things or other jobs or whatever, we're just secure in those two things. Like I know who God is and I know who he's made me me made me to be. I feel like we'd be less grumpy. We'd le- have less tempers. We would feel more content. We would have more peace. We'd have more joy. We'd be more salt and light to people around us. Um, people would want to be around us more because we had this like deep internal peace. Um, and I just feel like we'd have more overall joy, which really is what God is after for us. Um, his glory and our joy, and uh, which is crazy because I know at times we feel like God's ways are just like strict and restraining, but God is after our joy, man. Like when we find contentment in him and the way that he's designed things to be, our hearts actually find satisfaction. I truly believe that. Um, and sometimes I feel far from that because I feel like I don't really know who God is at times or I lose sight of who he is at times. And I certainly 
lose sight of who God has created me to be. And I try to be somebody that I'm not. And sometimes I think like, what, I know I'm rambling here a little bit. I apologize. Um, But sometimes I wonder like um, how much joy it must bring God when he sees his children just operating in who he made them to be. And they're not trying to like be somebody else. Like as a dad, when my kids are just content and who they are and they're operating in their unique personalities, I have joy. I'm like, this is so cool to see them like this. How much greater, man, the, the fact that God uniquely knit us together in our mother's womb and then that we would just live that out. Like we would know I suck at this and who cares? God didn't make me good at this. And maybe he made me really good at this and I'm going all in on that. Like I'm going to go all in. I'm going to triple down on the things that God made me good at. And I'm just going to be comfortable in it and comfortable in how God has uniquely designed me. And I just feel like that would bring him so much joy. Um, I don't want to get to know who I am without getting to know who God is. And really, I, I want to know who God is, but I also want to pair that with knowing who I am. I do think that, that there's an intersection there where we can find the most joy. Ultimately, my first priority is get to know God. But I do think that if we can be confident in who he's made us, that we'll, we'll t- tap into joy that we've never experienced. So I rambled a lot on this podcast. I hope that this uh, was more helpful than like boring for you. I love you guys. Uh, I really do. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing, man. We're about three years into dad tired and I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to love Jesus and uh, I just bit my tongue. I'm trying to love Jesus and uh, I'm trying to get to know you guys and um, figure out what to do with this ministry and all that. A uh, couple things on a practical note here. If you're not registered for the cruise if you can afford it, some guy accused me on the Facebook group. Speaking of two groups of guys, podcast listeners and non podcast listeners, I think a non podcast listener the other day in the Facebook group accused me. He said like, Jared's mad because he didn't, he didn't get enough signups for the group. And now he's just telling us to all suck it up and we need to go into debt to come on the cruise, bro. First of all, why you got to throw me on blast, try to blast me in front of everybody. (laughs) Like if you're trying to be all self-righteous, I I use the word damn in a post and he got really offended by that. I apologize, bro, that I use the word damn. I think Jesus would be a lot more offensive to you than that. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but first, like if you're trying to be all righteous, like, um, you know, come to me in private, uh, and don't blast me in front of everybody, whatever. That's not the point. I'm not that offended by it. The point is I don't, I'm not trying to like, uh, I have no expectations for the cruise. I just genuinely like, I love cruises and I want to hang out with my friends. So, uh, and don't go over the debt. Like that's really silly. Um, don't, I I never said that anybody should go into debt to come on the cruise. Most definitely. Um, so don't go into debt to go on the cruise, but you can make payments with no interest. Uh, you don't even have to put on a credit card. Like you could use your debit card to make your first down payment and then make cash like debit card payments over the next several months to pay for it. You could sell stuff in your garage. Um, I literally did that yesterday, found a bunch of stuff in my garage that I didn't think I could use or would use or wasn't using. And uh, so I threw it up on Facebook marketplace, got some cash, put it in savings. Like uh, anyway, don't put me on blast, man. Come on, come on the cruise. Uh, For those of you that want to come on the cruise, don't go into debt over it and let's just hang out. Like let's, hang out at the pool and eat lunch together. I love cruises, man. They're so much fun. Anyway, come on the cruise. Um, 
I'm going to go back to and listen to this podcast. I probably won't, but I'm curious how many times I use the word anyway. I feel like I've used it at least 45 times since we've started. Just wanted to say it again right there. I love you guys. Come on the Facebook group. Come say hi on social media. If you listen to this podcast, uh, I'm always on Instagram. That's probably where I hang out the most. Dad.tired. I also have a personal Instagram, Jared Lopes. Just come say hi over there. I love you guys. Hope you have a great rest of your week. I'll see you next week. Later.